Hello and welcome to another episode of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Michael Obodu, your host. Now, I know some three weeks ago we brought to a close the conversation on customer service, but then we've saved the best for the last and we'll be revisiting that conversation with a very interesting topic that I know you would find very interesting. So... This time we are focusing on say no in customer service. Say no in customer service. And our resource person as usual is Professor Robert Ebo Henson with several years of experience in the customer service industry. So take a listen to all he had to say about say no in customer service. It's a very important skill to have not just in customer service delivery but even in terms of your own professional development because Mm. if you don't learn to say no you can derail your professional progress by involving things by being involved in things Mm. which don't help to 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 take your 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 personal brand forward or even indeed your organization work for forward so Mm. there are times when you need to say no and i'm sure Going forward, we can discuss some of those issues. Definitely. And and <clears throat> this topic seems a bit controversial because isn't the customer always right? Okay, so good question. Now, so, well, before I answer the question, you know, I like to say I'm, I'm ministering this ah. morning from uh, chapter four of my book. The Customer Service Bible. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It sounds very, very nice yeah. when you say that. Yes, yeah. yes. And um, the, the chapter four is entitled... Um, critical skills for service champions and there's always a quotation in the book mm. for for every chapter and this sure. one is from a chap called Tony Alessandra who averts that being on par in terms of price and quality only gets you into the game okay service wins the game being on par in terms of price and quality mm. only gets you into the game okay but service wins the game. Mm. This is an irrefutable fact. Service wins the game. In mm-hmm. 9 out of 10 cases, service wins the game. I was actually expecting it to say, keeps you in the game. No, service <laughs> wins the game. Wow. I mean, price, pricing mm. is good. Mm. Quality is good. But mm. service totally matters. And in that general regard, you, you need to ask yourself, what, what is customer service? And today... I know I've been defining it in earlier interactions, but today I'll fall on Turban, Lee, King, and Chang. They say customer service is a series of activities designed to enhance the level of customer satisfaction. That is, the feeling that a product or service has met the customer's expectations. I would add, met and even exceeded the customer's expectations. Mm. Now, when I start saying things like exceeded, then it means that I'm saying the customer is an integral part of the business, so you need to own their experiences, you need to satisfy and delight them, and you need to know what constitutes value to them, so you can you can deliver this value over and over again. But when you take that famous phrase, the customer is always right, and more than once I've been asked the question, so prof, is the customer always right? Well, let me say that when you take the regular customer service balance, mm. it's one of the most often quoted things, you know, customer is always right, customer is always right. And in fact, just to confess, yeah. when, 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 when I do training, 
I, I would typically say the customer is always right. And your job as a service delivery person is to just smile. Even if what they are saying is not good, you just grin and bear it because there's no benefit in arguing with the customer. I mm. say that everywhere I go. Okay. But today I'll give you a slightly uh, different perspective of the matter. That's the blessing of being a scholar. Sure. I can give perspectives based on what I think the, th the current thinking on any s s subject is. Yeah. Now, typically what we make employees understand is that no matter the situation or circumstance, the customer is always right. Mm. So you must keep the customer happy no matter what. I need to say I've not deviated from that general position. Okay. But, Michael, you know, with, with, with all due respect, there are some special circumstances where the customer can be absolutely wrong. Look. I think I just literally had people shouting. Oh, absolutely. Look. <laughs> it's like you've spoken for the masses today. Look, look, look. Let, so, so if you look on page 82 of mm, my book. Sure. Customer service essentials, lesson for Africa and beyond. Mm. I give a scenario then. I'll read the scenario for the benefit of the listeners. Okay. So imagine a customer wants to buy a property in Ghana for a sister. And so the guy wants to buy and he approaches the head of marketing of a real estate company with a proposal. So I am here. I want to buy. My sister is in Europe, and I'm buying for my sister. Hmm. So I go to the real estate marketing manager, and I say, you know what? Add 50,000 US to the price of the property. Just add it. Okay. And when you finish adding it, here's what we'll do. After my sister sends the money, we'll split the 50, 50, 50. So 50, 50, 50. So okay. 50 divided by 25, 25. 25. Now, when you take the current CD to dollar conversion. Yes, sir. $25,000 is very decent in yeah. terms of the money you put in your car boot mm. when the money is changed. Yeah. The marketing manager declines the request and says, I don't do such things. Mm. The result is that the sales opportunity is lost. The property is not sold because the person says, if you can't do the deal, I'm gone. Yeah. So on face value, this will seem like an unwise decision on the part of the marketing manager mm. because they didn't want to inflate the price. So... The marketing manager says, me, I don't do this. I don't, I'm not unethical. But let's take a scenario where they agreed and inflated the price. And then just before my sister wires the money, hmm. my sister sends somebody else to check. Okay. Then that person reports to my sister that the, the house is 50000 less than the price I sent her. Hmm. Don't you think that will start breaking up my family? I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a thief. And the marketing manager, too, becomes complicit in mm. this fraud. Yeah. Because in the scheme of things, they send the, the, the performer to my sister in mm. Belgium or wherever she is. Yeah. So everybody is compromised anyway you look at it. Mm. So um, I want to argue respectfully. And please, if you don't agree with my, my stance, we, we can take it up. I'm, I'm on every social media platform, God ever made. You can find me so we can debate it. <laughs> and... I think there are several instances where you can say no to the customer. And uh, there were a couple of South African guys who wrote a book called Superstar Customer Service nine years ago. And they gave some reasons why you can say no. Number one, they said when it is against the law to mm. do what the customer wants, you can say no. Wow. Number two, when it is unethical to do what the customer wants, 
you can say no. So number one, when it is against the law to do what the customer wants, you can say no. Okay. Number two, when it is unethical, you can say no. Okay. Number three, when it may cause harm to another person or the customer service representative, you can say no. You're asking me to do things that will compromise me, compromise my integrity, meet you in strange places. I can say no. Okay. Number four, when it may cause damage to the company's reputation, you can say no. Because for most proper institutions, there's clear communication on standards, what constitutes reputational risk. And you know, sometimes when my colleagues in finance and audit and things are discussing reputational risk, I think sometimes they don't fully capture the gravity of issues around customer experience and communications in relation to reputational risk. But misconducting yourself on the client-customer interface can bring great reputational risk to the organization. Mm. So if it's reputational challenges, okay, you can say no. Number five, when you don't have what, the, what product the customer wants, Mm. But for that scenario, like I spoke to in an earlier yeah. interaction, you can make recommendations for alternatives. It's allowed. Okay. Yes. It's allowed. Then, the last one is, when the customer is lying, you can say no. <laughs> customer is lying. You can say no. Liar customer. Yes, liar customer. <laughs> you can say no. You can say no. Okay. So those are some broad reasons why you can respectfully say no. Okay. And then we can still find a good way forward. Now, I can offer you some guidelines for saying no myself to mm. the customer in order to maintain customer relationships because no is not go away. Okay. No is in the current circumstance I don't I can't deliver sure. but so number 1 how to say no. How to say no. I'm giving you some guidelines. Number one, give the customer alternatives to no. Okay. While dealing with the customer with grace, dignity, and care. Give them alternatives to say no. While dealing with them with grace, dignity, and care. Okay. What does this mean? So, where the co company is unable to do exactly what the customer is asking for, when you say no like that, sometimes it sounds like rejection. No. Okay. So you can offer alternatives to say no. For example, if you are selling two-bedroom houses to those who are middle income and you have a customer whose income can't cover the purchase of a two-bedroom house, you can make recommendations for one-bedroom options with a competitor real estate firm just so that you can you can meet the customer's budget because you don't do one-bedroom houses. Mm. So um, you may not have what the customer wants, but you may have competitors who have affordable houses. So you can even go ahead and negotiate for that customer, get them a good deal, and they'll be indebted to you. Like I said in an earlier interaction, the ultimate benefit of these referrals will be that the customer perceives you as knowledgeable 
and then you also stand to gain from reciprocal business mm. from the competitor you refer them to. Wow. So give them alternatives. Number okay. two, the customer is not always right, but the customer is still the customer. That's something to think about okay. when you're saying no. Wow. The customer may not always be right, but the customer is still the customer. This is profound. You see, you see, uh, sometimes, I mean, we talked about this earlier. Um, you may be a private or public sector company, and mm. you might be trained to treat each customer as a king or a queen. So regardless of the situation, please, don't see the customer as a nuisance. So when you are saying no, Michael, with all due respect, don't connect the no to any rudeness, any snobbishness. I mean, you must say no in such a way that it doesn't cause any customer friction. A graceful no. A graceful no. Because you can say no almost as if you are saying go to the blazes or, <laughs> or, or, or go and swim. It, it, it can be a problem. Yeah. You know? so, so it's very important to understand that mm. I may not have it, okay. but the customer is still the customer. Mm. So all my comportment is geared towards ensuring that the emotional takeout is still a positive one. Mm. Very important point to note. Okay. Number three, be honest. In saying no, be honest. Wow. The customer needs to know, Michael, with all due respect, that you've done everything in your power to solve their problem. Mm. And even when you can't solve the problem immediately, you have to give reasons why you may be able to solve it in the medium to long term. But all said, you must always ensure that you are particularly honest when you're saying no. Then also, you need, when you are graciously saying no, to empathize with the customer situation. Empathize with the customer situation. Point number four. Absolutely. Empathize with the customer situation. Hey, but how do you empathize when, for instance, it's against the law or ethical? That, that would be tough. But if, for instance, the customer wanted maybe quick order fulfillment. Mm -hmm. okay. They're buying a car. Mm -hmm. They want it in three days. Mm -hmm. You to the car, you're ordering the car. So three mm -hmm. days won't work. Sure. There's a sense in which you must try to explain mm. that even though you can't meet the need immediately, there are benefits in waiting to get the kind of quality that they are expecting. So you can say something like, I know that you are counting or getting these notepads we are selling. Excellent quality for your conference. Uh, unfortunately, we have such a backlog of orders that three weeks won't work. Mm. Earliest is two months. Mm. So I know this puts you in a bind, but we are going to do our utmost to help you. Okay. We have three superior options. One is based in Ghana like we are. We have a Chinese and we have a Dubai option. We will source the best code for the quality you need. Mm. We will discuss it with you. And together we will agree what constitutes excellent value to you. So even though we can't deliver ourselves on this occasion, you will still get the quality you want at a great price. And that's what we are going to do to delight you. My brother, if you told me this, I even go to sleep. It's like you are too much. Hey, take your time. Sure. Do the research. Come back. Let's talk. Let mm. the blessing come. We get the same result. So, so you are making the customer's problem yours. Absolutely. That, that's the that's mm. the 
the best definition of empathy, wow. making the customer's problem yours. Mm. So that even if short term you can't fulfill the request, mm. you are going to pull on your network to ensure that you do whatever it takes to still deliver the quality without mm. just saying no okay. and letting them go away. Mm. The next point Focus on the primacy of the customer and the relationship. Okay. Primacy is prime, number one. Prime. Focus on it. Focus on it. Focus on the primacy or the primacy of the customer and the relationship. Mm. Okay. Focus on the primacy of the customer and the relationship. So when you put a customer on hold, you are calling an airline, telco, hmm. any kind of service provider, and then you hear things on the phone like, your business is very important to us, your business is very important to us. Meanwhile, I'm on hold for seven minutes. That is antithetical. So when <laughs> eventually I get on the line hmm. and the customer is raving and ranting, hmm. you know, uh, please, with all due respect, um, you are not supposed to react in a way that suggests that they have no business, given that you entered the situation. Now, yeah. what makes it worse is that if, on top of that initial hiccup, you're also going to say no, then you must remember that even the initial interaction has caused them from service pain. Mm. So they know you are saying <laughs> it must be a no laced with apology yeah. and a certain sense of remorse and a certain sense of, you know what, that thing about offering alternatives is even more crucial in this case. That's yeah. why you must focus on the relationship. Mm. Especially where there's a service challenge to kickstart the interaction. You must always understand that it's about the relationship. The next point to graciously know to, to graciously say no is asking for feedback. Okay. So you said no, the customer says I don't want that alternative so solution. The customer says, I will go to your competitor myself. Mm. You don't need to lead me. I will be fine. No okay. problem. Even in those situations, get feedback. That helps you to do better next time. Okay. Even in situations where you have to be saying no. Mm. So it's very, very important that you, you employ some of these things if you are going to do well. Mm. Another way of dealing with the issue of saying no is always be polite and courteous and avoid misery face, phrases. Misery, like you are, you are sad. Misery faces, mm. phrases, sorry. So you can't say things like, I don't know. Yeah. I cannot help you. Because these phrases, they cause more distress to an already angry customer. Don't do that. Hmm. So if you are going to say no, don't have things like I can't help you. We can't do that. Don't don't, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Hmm. It's very important that you couch your language in such a way that it's accommodating, it's reassuring, even in circumstances where you have to say no. Misery phrases always make the situation much worse than it originally is. And on this particular score, let me just make a quick point also about um Telephone communication, because yeah. I found that telephone communication is a bit of a challenge mm. in this famous country we call Ghana, a country I love extremely. Because when it comes to uh, uh, telephone communication, sometimes people can say on the phone, 
I don't know. You can't say that I don't know. Because on the phone, if you don't know, do you want me to come through the phone and come and stand where you are standing and go and look for the solution inside the company? Hmm. I don't work with you. Hmm. So instead of saying things like, I don't know, say things like, I will find out. Uh, I may not have the information, but if you give me 30 minutes, I will take your number and revert. Hmm. So by offering to find the answer to customer questions, it means that you are buying a little extra time. You are doing research and delighting the customer. Another thing, no, switch it to what I can do is. Okay. And that is where the offer of, of alternatives becomes very, very profound. Wow. So rather than you see a hard no, where no options or alternatives are provided, focus on what you can do for the customer. So what I can do is take a problem-solving approach. And it takes away the pain of the initial inability to fulfill the customer request. That, that, that's serious. So Very much. So you just switch the tone with which you respond to the customer. And also the words you use. So instead mm. of saying hard no, you can say, I can't deliver on this, but what I can do is. Wow. That's the magic phrase. Okay. But what I can do. Okay. As soon as you do that, you switch the customer's mood towards finding a solution, problem mm. solving. We'll get it done. We'll wow. sort it out. Wow. Another thing is, don't say things like, this is not my job, or this is not my department, or you know what, <laughs> it's not me, the guy's in underwriting. Don't, don't talk like that. Wow. It's very, very dangerous. Mm. You can say things like, Michael is who can help you. Okay. He is in the newsroom. Okay. I am going to contact Michael, explain your issue to him, and Michael will call you back. Yes, you won. Rather than, let, 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 let me connect to this newsroom. The, the, to, to who? Connect me to who? What do you want me to do when I get there? Shockingly, Ghanaians are very good at this one. Really? You enter an organization, oh, it's over here. How about you walk with me and go and show? One time I was in a hotel. Mm. I was in a restaurant. And I needed a quick photocopy. The photocopier was just about 20 meters from the restaurant. The guy said, pass it, go. I said, hey, <laughs> come and pass and show me the place. He was very surprised. I marched him like a soldier. I said, let's go, quickly. And if he followed me to the place, I said, next time, don't do that. You go show me the and stop telling me I should pass here. Pass here. No, but it's a very common thing. It's very common. Go here. Hmm. And sometimes they go here. It's just 10 meters old. They don't have the cat seat to go and show. No, they'll just point you. It's not correct. So I don't think we, can, we should do that. Hmm. Then things like, this is not my fault. Don't say that. Say things like, let me see what I can do for you. It's all part of managing customer expectations. Hmm. Don't say things like, calm down. No, 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 no. <laughs> As for calm down, you might even get physically assaulted if the guy is hot enough. So make sure you're standing far away when mm. you say calm down because yeah. the thing might boil over and something might end up on your face. I'm not saying, I'm not advocating uh, assault, but I'm saying that people can get really worked up. Just focus on I'm sorry. And here's what I'll do to help you. Don't add calm down. Calm mm. down is very irritating. Yeah. yeah. But then, it's interesting how... You are basically saying the same thing but flipping the narrative. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just on that score, let mm. me go on to another one that's very common in Ghana. Okay. Call me back. <laughs> who, who should call who? I mean, uh, call me back. Like, who, who like, should call who? Like you are doing them a favor. It's, it's a very Ghanaian thing. Oh, mm. call, me back. call me back. Who should call you back? Mm. I'm the one calling with a business proposition. I want to give you money. Yeah. And you are saying call, call. me back. How about, sir? I'll get back to you in 42 minutes. We are Ghanaians, sir. I don't know if it's Ghanaians, but I think some of us are very bad at this thing. And it's very problematic. It's very, very problematic. And it's all part of 
sometimes not be able to fulfill an order immediately. Mm. So it's part of saying no. But the saying no is not call me back. No. If you are busy, get the customer's details and you revert at a stipulated time. What to do, who to do, mm. when to do. That formula always works. Mm. The next one is, uh, I'm very busy right now. Well, what does that mean? So what should I do? I'm very busy right now. <laughs> Please, don't talk <laughs> like that. Like rub the thing in the, no, no, in the no, person's no, face no, that they are not important no. to you at that moment. Tell them wow. when you might be able to revert. Okay. And again, agree. Because when you say, I'm too busy right now, what the customer is saying is, why are you bothering me? Can't mm. you see what I'm doing? And you don't want the customer to feel that way. Yeah. So with customer service champions, a better approach is saying, I'll be with you in just a minute. Or give me 10 minutes. Or... I'll, be, I'll come back in 20 minutes. Mm. So these short sentences, along with a pleasant tone of voice, tells a customer that their presence has been noticed mm. and help will soon be on the way. Sure. Whether they're in your face or they're on Facebook or Twitter or on the telephone, always make sure that you're going to revert. Even when you're saying no or can't fulfill the order immediately, and you revert in a clearly stipulated time. Mm. So these are some of the things we, we need to do if we really... We want to do well and let me close by saying that if you want customers to recommend you positively then i need to announce to you that it is invariable that sometimes you'll have to say no no problem at all but saying no in a gracious manner offering alternatives and giving a stipulated time by which you revert will mitigate the effect okay. of customers feeling like you don't want them mm. They'll still want to be in the relationship with you. They'll still buy from you. And ultimately, you become a very, very profitable corporate entity or public sector entity. Wonderful. Yes, please. So you've, took, you've just taken us through how to say no to a customer. You've given us six pointers to consider. Yes, please. Each time you are saying no. Number one, give the customer alternatives to the no while dealing with them with dignity and care. Yes, please. Number two, the customer may not always be right. But the customer is the customer. Yes, please. And then be honest in your saying no. Number four, empathize with the customer. Five, focus on the primacy of the customer and the relationship. Yes, please. And always be polite and courteous and avoid misery phrases. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Yes. I can't help you. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Prof, any final words? Okay. So I need to say that. Customer experience now is conducted on different platforms. Mm. It happens brick and mortar. It happens on social media. So some of these things I'm sharing mm. apply in um, all formats. So you can't leave a customer hanging because, for instance, they sent you a message on Facebook Messenger or Twitter Messenger and... I think I made this point before. I'll make it finally as I close that. I find in Africa that we don't know that social media platforms are not just a means for sending one-way communication and mm. that all platforms have messenger features. And I find that people will respond to a phone call or an email but can leave a Facebook messenger message lying there for three weeks or a month. Mm. So please, let's pay a lot of attention to the social media communication platforms as well mm. and even there if we have to say no we should still be gracious and make sure we are delivering superior value for money 
Fantastic. you. I'm sure when we delve into social media and customer service, yes. you would give us all the filler in there. With all specificity. Fantastic. With all specificity. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in and thank you, Prof, for another fantastic 30 minutes of your time that yes, has please. been so insightful yes, please. on saying no to the customer yes. and for me my takeaway in today's session was the customer may not always be right but the customer is the customer 100 percent. that's 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 my take home for today and uh, i hope you've also learned a thing or two you've also taken notes like i have over here to to, to, to jot down all the key information that we shared today. And if you want to listen again, like I always say, please go to the SoundCloud account, search for City Business Edition on the City 97.3 page. Get all the tapes, listen to them and digest them and help your business improve your customer service experience and become legendary. Absolutely. Like say it, it's all about your, legends. Sure, in your customer service delivery. So that'll be all for today's edition of the City Business Edition. My name is Michael Obudu. Let's connect on Twitter at Mobudu. Catch you same, same time next week. Stay safe, stay informed, and bye-bye. <laughs>